Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. The wind is in from Africa Last night I couldn't sleep Oh, you know it sure is hard to leave here, Carrie But it's really not my home My fingernails are filthy I've got beach tar on my feet And I miss my clean white linen And my fancy French cologne Oh, Carrie, get out your cage Carrie, get out your cage And these soldiers around for these friends of mine. Let's have another round for the bright red devil who keeps me in this tourist town. Come on, Carrie, get out your cake. ago this week that album dropped not just a classic album not just an iconic album but one of the most important colors in the musical rainbow blue Joni Mitchell's blue dropped on June 22nd 1971 it was only Joni's fourth record and she's got like a million records now but it's hard to believe an album so seminal came so early in her career, but there it is. It's the one that followed Ladies of the Canyon, preceded For the Roses. Joni is a nine-time Grammy winner, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1997. And if there is a Mount Rushmore for women in music, 
I'd like to think that Joni's on it. Uh, without Joni, there's no Liz Fair. There's no Phoebe Bridgers. There's no Lucy Dacus. There's no Alanis Morissette. Joni really kind of broke the mold. Joni wrote the template for the confessional singer-songwriter and simultaneously took it to a whole new level and continued to operate at that level for the rest of her career, which continues today. At the age of 77, she's still going at it. And I'm grateful for every day that Joni continues to exist in our universe. With that in mind, we wish a very happy 50th anniversary to Joni Mitchell's Blue, 50 years old this week. And we're bookending this week's show with tracks from Joni Mitchell's Blue because this week's show is probably the show that I've been most charged up about in a while. I'm not going to front been kind of running on uh, autopilot f- for the last couple weeks but you know I-, I feel it's important for me to be uh transparent here with you and uh you know this week's show kind of came together in a most organic way sometimes the themes not unlike the tea leaves reveal themselves well the tea leaves don't really reveal themselves the tea leaves reveal the messages within if I may be a little hippy-dippy. But uh, the, the themes revealed themselves. Everything fell together organically, which is why I'm excited about this week's show. I, not unlike Hannibal of the A-Team, love when a good plan comes together. So this week's show is chock full of girl power, and I'm talking about girl without the I and three R's. The kind of girl power that we would not have in this universe without Joni Mitchell. And so it just, see, it all comes together. There's just a lot of fabulous girl power in this week's show. But this week's show is also peppered with a lot of people I personally know. On all different levels. People I know well, people I know kind of, sort of well. People I know. So those are the two things that you're going to find running as a through line through this week's show. So at this point, do whatever it is that you need to do to make yourself comfortable, because today's show is going to be a fun one. And at this point, you're going, Greenberg, what do we got on today's show? And I am so goddamn glad you asked. So, uh, first and foremost, with the girl power fresh on the brain, we've got a brand new record from Lucy Dacus we're going to spend some quality time with. Plus... We are going to sample liberally from the brand new solo album from my good friend Gerard Smith from back home in Detroit. And he has put together a frothy brew that could best be described as Celtic prog metal. Although, don't let that scare you. It's some trippy shit. And, you know, if there's some trippy shit that you like to do to get comfortable... You might want to do that in preparation for uh, when we play uh, songs from Gerard's new album called Lullabies in an Ancient Tongue. So Gerard is a real cool dude with a rock solid background in Celtic rock. And we're going to talk more about him in a bit. And then 
I have got a set of music constructed for the second set of the show, and I I am not going to tip my hand one single bit about it. All I'm going to tell you is it takes twists and turns, and I had a lot of fun putting it together because it fell together so organically. Like I was saying earlier, everything fell together organically, but I believe that the second set of today's show is the linchpin on which the success or failure of this show hinges. But first, before we do anything else, I want to nerd out about a documentary I saw last weekend. It's called the Sparks brothers. And it was directed by the great Edgar Wright. If the name Edgar Wright rings a bell, it should. He is the man who brought us such classics as Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, uh, Baby Driver. Um, There's a couple other that I'm blanking on at the moment. But whenever Edgar Wright is directing a movie, I'm there. He was even supposed to have directed the first Ant-Man movie. And as much as I enjoy the Ant-Man movie we got, ain't gonna lie, would have loved to have seen what Edgar Wright would have done with the MCU. Regardless, Edgar Wright just directed this new documentary called The Sparks Brothers. And it's about Ron and Russell Mail. Ron and Russell Mail, who are the principal members of the band Sparks. Maybe you're familiar with them. Maybe you're not. Me? I've always known about them, knew a couple songs, liked them, always dug the album cover art, never really got around to the deep dive. I'm ashamed to say I took them for granted, but no more. After seeing this film, this film that just filled me with joy. I love a good documentary, and I especially love a good rock and roll documentary. This is one of the best I've ever seen, and... Part of it is because I got to see it in a theater. I think it's the third, maybe fourth movie. I'm losing count that I've seen since the pandemic. And I love going to the movies. So last weekend, uh, I took a road trip down to uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina to see our good friends, the Whiskey Charmers. And I called an audible on the way home. I decided, fuck it. I'm going to the movies and I went to go see the Sparks brothers. Now to give you some background, Ron and Russell Mayo. Ron is the songwriting genius, the keyboardist. Russell Mayo is the front man, the vocalist. Uh, you know how cheap trick always had from an image standpoint, you know, the two dudes who looked super awkward and nerdy and the two dudes who looked like they could pick up any woman in the room. Well, Russell Mayo is the good-looking dude who could probably pick up any woman in the room, whereas Ron Mayo is the nerdy, awkward-looking guy, kind of like the Rick Nielsen Bunny Carlos rolled into one, whereas uh, Russ is the Robin Zander Tom Peterson rolled into one. And this predated the first Cheap Trick record by a couple of years. I'm not going to do the math, but uh, I'd say a couple of years is a safe estimate, which just goes to show you that even from something as silly as an image standpoint, Sparks were influential, but Sparks were more than 
just influential on an image level. They were influential on a musical level. And I am so tempted to go down every damn rabbit hole of this, but I don't want to ruin the experience for you. I want to go ahead and encourage you to see this movie, whether it's in a theater or on demand, but just do it. These dudes have been around for 50 years. First record dropped in 1971. They've got 25 records. They started off making this quirky, smart pop. They were new wave before new wave was a thing. They dabbled in electronic dance music before Depeche Mode and New Order were a thing. They worked earlier in their career with Todd Rundgren. He produced their first record. They worked with the great Giorgio Moroder when they decided to incorporate uh, synths. And they have done so much in between and beyond, and they're still at it, and I am so motherfucking impressed by Sparks. And I wanted to go ahead and share some music of Sparks just to kind of whet your curiosity. And I decided, uh, and it was hard to pick the five songs, because like I said, I only knew a few. So I definitely wanted to include the couple that I knew and the couple that you might know to give you an entry point, to give you that, oh yeah, these guys. And then, uh, you know, just based on what I heard in the movie, I, I tried to pick things that really kind of represent who Sparks were. And it was really, you know, I had to pull in the reins. It, it would have been really easy to just go, let's play 20 Sparks songs. But no, we're going to hit you with a fistful of Sparks. And we're going to go back to their first record. Uh, like I said, it came out originally in 1971 when they were called Half Nelson. It was produced by the great Todd Rundgren. They reissued it in 1972 and when they changed their name to Sparks. And another thing to keep in mind, these dudes are from California, but they always had, had a very British sensibility about them. People thought they were from Britain, and it certainly didn't help that they, after a couple of albums and just going nowhere fast in the United States... Aside from critical acclaim, they went to the UK and were warmly received in the UK as if they were Brits. So at this point, I'm going to shut my app and we're going to hit you with a fistful of sparks. And I made an error a moment ago. I said this song was from their first album. I lied, but it gave me an excuse to talk about the first album. From the album, Kimono My House. Your sparks and this town ain't big enough for the both of us.
Three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. A fistful of tracks from Sparks in that last set in honor of Edgar Wright's superlative new documentary, the Sparks brothers go see it now. Even, even if you have to put a pause in this, go see it now. I'll be here when, when you're done. Uh, you can listen to this on, on your drive home or you can listen to it, uh, after you get up off the couch after watching it, but just go see it. And yet if you are a fan of joy, Go see the Sparks Brothers. I can't recommend this movie highly enough. So, from Sparks, we heard 
when do I get to sing my way? Kind of a nod to how much of an influence they have been on bands like the Pet Shop Boys and other synth rock and synth pop bands of the past 25 some odd years from the album Gratuitous Sax and Senseless Violins. Before that, the biggest hit that Sparks have ever had, Cool Places, featuring the adorable and talented and badass Jane Wheedlin of the Go-Go's from the album In Outer Space. Uh, that one puts them in the 80s new wave pantheon. Uh, before that, going back a couple years before that, I predict from the album Angst in My Pants. And that is a song that will live forever in infamy, infamy, in infamy, because it, or I should say the video of I predict appeared in the very first hour of MTV. The very first broadcast hour of MTV featured the Sparks video I predict. Before that, going back to 1979, the album Number One in Heaven, which found Sparks being produced by the legendary Giorgio Moroder. And the number one song in Heaven, at the top of the set, going back to an early album called Kimono My House. And this town ain't big enough for the both of us. Hey, everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. And right about now, we're going to kick off the second set, a set I am just really excited to share with you. I am just tickled to tears. I am just beside myself with unbridled joy. And we are going to bookend the set with folks we know and the twists and turns that we will take during the set are twists and turns that maybe you, you might uh, catch as we go along, but I will wrap it all up for you with a nice bow at the end. And we're going to kick things off with a band from right here in my own backyard here in Charlotte, North Carolina. The band's called Occult Fracture. And they are a side project of Trash Room, who we are big fans of. Now, Trash Room is an awesome punk band from here in Charlotte. Amber on vocals, Angel on the bass, Mike on the guitar, and Steve on drums. Occult Fracture is Mike, Steve, and Angel from Trash Room. Crystal Crosby on the vocals and angel from trash room slash occult fracture. She messaged me a few weeks back and said, Hey, here's a new track from our side project. And there is a yet another trash room side project in the works. Apparently they've been doing a lot of writing during the pandemic. So we're going to kick things off with this brand new track from Occult Fracture. It's a blink and you'll miss it slice of righteous metallic punk energy clocking in at just under a minute 45. Occult Fracture and send in the temptress. <laughs> Thank you. 
So what are you waiting five? Girls five
by virtue of the fact that you are currently listening, you need no further assistance finding the Debts No Honest Man Can Pay podcast. However, your friends may need a little assistance. In which case, be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things. Places like Apple, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. Let's unpack what happened in that last set, and there was a lot, so buckle up. At the top of the set, Occult Fracture, a brand new side project from Charlotte-based punk band Trash Room. That's Mike Rott on guitar, Angel Rott on bass, Steve on the drums. I don't know Steve's last name. Sorry, Steve. Crystal Crosby fronting the band. Not certain if there's going to be a full-length album from Occult Fracture or whether there's any gigs on the horizon. However, Trash Room, the mothership of Occult Fracture, will be playing live in the very near future. July 3rd, Tommy's Pub. It's a place they call home. I know select things in life. Water's wet, fire's hot, and Tommy's Pub is Trash Room's living room. Tommy's Pub, July 3rd. They're going to be in Charleston on the 24th of July at the Tin Roof, and then back to Tommy's Pub on August 27th. Uh, Immediately following Trash Room, The Linda Lindas, since we're in that righteous punk vein, it's only right to give it up for the Linda Lindas. Now, unless you've been living under a rock, you know who the Linda Lindas are, because there is a viral video of them playing the song Racist Sexist Boy at the Los Angeles Public Library. And even before that one started circulating, They appeared in the Amy Poehler-directed Netflix film Moxie, which is a fun movie. I highly recommend it. And from the Linda Lindas, we heard one of the songs they performed in Moxie, their cover of Bikini Kill's Rebel Girl. Now, the Linda Lindas formed in 2018 in Los Angeles. They got an EP out, a couple of singles, no full length yet. And their ages range from 10 to 16. How cool is that? So apparently the kids making punk music is not just isolated to the West Coast. No, it's also happening in Fort Worth, Texas. And I've spent some time in Fort Worth. And it is a fun little town. And Ting Tang Tina is a band who formed in 2017 in Fort Worth. And they started when they were in the 13 to 15 age range and they have dropped their first album. Honeybee came out in 2020 from Ting Tang Tina's Honeybee album. We heard kill Courtney immediately following Ting Tang Tina and the Linda Lindas, another righteous punk band fueled by girl power, albeit a fictional one. 
they are the subject of one of my new favorite TV shows. We Are Lady Parts. You can see it now on Peacock. We Are Lady Parts is a sitcom centered around a punk band comprised of four British Muslim women. Written and directed by Nita Manzoor, who previously directed a couple of Doctor Who episodes, which makes her extra cool. It got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. There's only six episodes. Not sure if there's going to be a season two. It's one of those shows where I feel like season one, they gave us a full story arc. And if it ended with one season, it would be a perfect arc. But I can't deny I would love to see where they go in a season two. Like I said, it's a sitcom, but it's a sitcom with a lot of heart. And I love everything about it. From We Are Lady Parts Season 1, we heard Lady Parts with Voldemort under my headscarf. So we move from righteous punk to frothy 80s mall pop with yet the subject of another awesome Peacock sitcom. This one comes to us from the Little Stranger production team of Tina Fey and Jeff Richmond and all the other folks who brought us 30 Rock, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Great News, Mr. Mayor, and so many other cool things. Girls 5 Eva was created by Meredith Scardino, best known for being a writer on Kimmy Schmidt, The Colbert Report, and The Letterman Show. And she co-wrote the songs with Jeff Richmond, who is the secret weapon the secret sauce. In my humble opinion, Jeff Richmond is the secret weapon of all the Little Stranger shows. Now, keep in mind, the Little Stranger shows are, are brilliant. I'm like, even if it began and ended with 30 Rock, which was just a juggernaut of comedy, the template they built is just unbeatable because they... they incorporate certain things that I love and things like joke upon joke upon joke upon joke. So many jokes that the shows are so dense with jokes that you could easily miss 15 jokes if you're not paying attention and you might catch them all in a second, third, fourth viewing. In addition to the joke density, which is just brilliant and legendary. I love Jeff Richmond's musical contribution to these shows. Now, Jeff Richmond, in addition to being a talented composer songwriter is also Mr. Tina Fey. He is Tina Fey's husband. So how cool is that? That you collaborate with your spouse and you're each bringing your own very brand, your own very special brand of special sauce. And you're creating an even better special sauce. Or is it a secret sauce? I don't know. It's a secret special sauce. Or maybe it's a special secret sauce. Regardless, I think I need to get sauce off the brain here. And just explain why I think Jeff Richmond is a genius. Because he creates... Not only does he write a lot of these songs. And he co-wrote the, the Girls 5 Eva songs with Meredith Scardino. And the songs are great. I'm like, the theme from Kimmy Schmidt is awesome. 
the girls five ever songs are just delightful earworms uh, that are intentionally bad but just chock full of heart but i also love the fact that these sitcoms are scored sitcoms being scored and scored effectively is a rare thing and that is part of the secret sauce that jeff richman brings to the show so i i hate to, to just sit here and gush about him but i i just think the score for these shows is delightful and the songs that uh, richman and meredith scardino wrote for girls five ever are five ever i'm sorry are just brilliant everything about the show is brilliant uh, you know lady parts and girls five ever both very brilliant in very different ways when they're both on peacock and Peacock is free to subscribe to. You can pay extra to get the uh, commercial-free version, but uh, if you don't have Peacock, go ahead and download it to your device and, and, and binge on both of these because they're just damn delightful. So from Girls 5 Eva, we heard the famous 5 Eva theme song. So with that, we move forward from uh, a couple of fictional bands from current TV shows to a fictional band from a show that left us about six years ago. I'm talking about Parks and Recreation. And I am talking about the band Mouse Rat, fronted by Andy Dwyer, as performed by the great Chris Pratt. Uh, Parks and Recreation ran from 2019 to 2015. And just now, Six years after the show signed off, we're getting a complete Mouse Rat album. And not only does it feature uh, the song that we heard, uh, the song called The Pit, but you get the Lil Sebastian song. You get the song that Jeff Tweedy performed when he was making a guest appearance and it's a collaboration with Duke Silver, a.k.a. Ron Swanson. It looks like it's a lot of fun. The album is going to be called The Awesome Album. Because what else could it be called? So th we're getting that later this summer. So from Mouse Rat, we heard The Pit. And we wrapped up the set with a couple more folks we know. Going back to the Motor City, our good friends, Carrie and Lawrence. Carrie Shepard, Lawrence DeVersa, the Whiskey Charmers. We had them on the show a couple years ago. We're big fans of them. And I am proud to say, and Lawrence has confirmed this, that we are the very first show in the known universe to play the music of the Whiskey Charmers. They dropped their third album last year. It's called Lost on the Range. And from the Whiskey Charmers, we heard Crossfire. Like I said, got to see them last weekend at the Freight Yard in Spartanburg, South Carolina, making it my second post-COVID rock show. And we wrapped up the set with more people I know, but I know them in a tangential way. Courtney Lynn and Quinn are a married duo from Rock Hill, South Carolina. And they're good friends with my sister's BFF. And so because I have that connection, I was invited to a shindig last night 
at the farm on which they live. And it is a beautiful, sprawling estate in Rock Hill. And so they had food, they had beer, and the band set up on a flatbed. And what I didn't know going into this, I thought, okay, they're just having a wing ding. They're having a showdown. They're having a throwdown. They're having a, a party. And it was that. But what I didn't realize walking into this is they were shooting a video for a single that will be dropping in July. So we got to hear them play the song a couple of times and they asked everybody to jump up front and, you know, make a crowd. And so that was a fun little extra. And uh, I am really hoping to do what I can to promote them. With that in mind, Carrie and Lawrence meet Courtney Lynn and Quinn. Courtney Lynn and Quinn meet Carrie and Lawrence. All y'all should get together and fight crime. Courtney Lynn and Quinn go up to Detroit, play gigs with the, the Whiskey Charmers. Whiskey Charmers come down here and play gigs with Courtney Lynn and Quinn. I will reach out to all y'all on the social medias and make sure that it happens. So, you're welcome. <laughs> So, from Courtney Lynn and Quinn's Remus EP, which came out in 2020, right before the uh, lockdown, cue the symphony of sad trombones, we heard the track called Forgive You. So, And I hope you forgive me for all the horrible jokes that I have uh, just, just foisted upon you so far in today's show. So, with that, I give you the twisty turny second set, and I hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, with that in mind, uh, you're may, perhaps maybe your brain is smoking at which point, you know, your brain is going to continue to smoke in a different way. And we'll get to that in a minute, but for right now, Hey everybody, it's debts. No honest man can pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM streamcast and moving right along. We're going to spend some quality time with the brand new solo album from my good friend Gerard Smith. Gerard is a dude I have known since the mid-90s when I was an engineer, a board op, if you will, at a tiny AM radio station in a western suburb of Detroit called Livonia. And I like to joke that this station was like the United Nations of Radio and I was Boutrous Boutrous Scully. Because we had a lot of brokered programming from a lot of people from a lot of different cultures. And it was a really cool experience. I engineered a lot of different shows with a lot of really interesting people from a lot of different cultures. It was a really cool experience. And Sunday nights, we had the Scottish Hour and the Irish Hour. Back to back. Scottish Hour was hosted by this really nice fun dude by the name of Tom McGinnis who referred to himself as we Tom and the, the Irish hour was hosted by a gentleman who is unfortunately no longer with us named Des divine and uh, Des and his wife would come in and I will never forget accidentally pissing him off and he going off on me and me being a total deer in the headlights, uh, basically something to the effect of 
I cued him. He didn't see the cue. He was waiting for the cue and trying to patch things over. I just said, oh, well, you know, when I hit that mic and you, you don't hear anything in the overhead speakers, you can just assume, you know, and he just lit into me. And from that moment on, both he and his wife just, I was persona non grata. I didn't exist to them. And I was just tail between the legs. And unfortunately he passed like within months and the guy who replaced him was Gerard Smith, who was closer to my age, lived in Hamtramck, which is one of the coolest places in the Detroit area to live. And not unlike myself, a musician. So we bonded over liking cool music and he had a more contemporary approach to his show when he took over the show. And I learned a lot about Celtic music from him and I hung out with him outside of the work at the station. And he was just a really cool, still is a cool dude and keeps in touch with me, sends me stuff that he does. He has been a fixture of Detroit's Celtic music scene for quite some time. Uh, he's got three solo records out, including the one I'm about to share with you. He's also got three records with the band Bill Grogan's Goat, and their latest, I think, is my favorite. And I think it's called Third Eye, and it, it's awesome, and we've played it on the show here before. But a couple weeks ago, Gerard reached us out to me, and I'm always happy to hear from Gerard. And he says, hey, I've got this uh, brand new solo album, and I want to share it with you. And it's kind of poppy, but, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, send it along. And I'm listening to it, and I'm going, oh, this ain't pop. <laughs> my my first reaction is this is Celtic prog metal. And well, you know, he's like, well, some of it is Celtic, but yeah, the prog definitely it's very proggy. Uh and it's it's more metallic than metal, and it's definitely melodic, and it twists and turns and goes a lot of places. And there's a couple of lengthy epics that I'm gonna drop in this next set. But uh, really, the thing that makes us cool is that this was kind of like a bucket list project for Gerard. When I was chatting with him about it, he was just obviously over the moon about this. And he said, I finally got to do stuff I've always wanted to do. Even got to do an almost unknown cover that I've wanted to do since I was a kid. It's hard not to get affected by that kind of infectious joy when somebody creates something and not just creates something, but creates something that they've been wanting to do for quite some time. So with that in mind, we are going to listen to a fistful of tracks to Gerard Smith's brand new solo album. It's called lullabies in an ancient tongue. And this one's called standing stones.
to keep from crying Gotta live to keep from dying Gotta save to keep from buying Gotta speak truth to keep from lying Gotta remember to breathe, breathe, breathe Fill up slow
so ridiculous. Like a horse, and the girth is too tight, getting tighter. Like a vice, squeezing my temples, and the jaws being screwed together. There's a monster in my guts, trying to claw his way out. Ox, like a monkey in scream, complete with a distended mouth. That's when it's time to remember to breathe.
three ways to connect with us on social media number one like debts no honest man can pay on facebook number two follow us on twitter at exile on e street and number three like us on instagram at exile on e street same as twitter making it extra convenient or if you want to kick it old school drop us an email debts no honest man can pay at gmail.com a fistful of tracks from the brand new record from Gerard Smith. It's called Lullabies in an Ancient Tongue. From Gerard Smith, we heard The Storm clocking in at 9.25 before that third eye. Breathe, the epic breathe, clocking in at 10.30 before that. Waves of confusion and at the top of the set, Standing Stones. Man, what a trip that record is, and I am thrilled to share it with you. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast and the last full set of the show. We are going to be spending quality time with the superlative new record from Lucy Dacus, her third full-length studio album. It is the follow-up to her critically acclaimed 2018 album, Historian. And Lucy has not slowed down since. As a matter of fact, in addition to Historian, in 2018, she dropped an EP called Boy Genius, 
a little bit of a super group, if you will, with her buds, Phoebe Bridgers and Julian Baker. In 2019, she dropped no less than seven, count them, seven singles, which she compiled at the end of the year for a killer EP called What Else? 2019. The first hint that there would be a new album on the horizon came early this year with the release of the song Thumbs, which at that point was a song that she had played live but never recorded. And since then, we've gotten three more singles, all of them excellent. And we heard all of them in that set because they're excellent songs. And plus, I've only listened to the album once, so haven't completely digested this body of work. But these four pre-release tracks are so excellent that I can't not play them again. So with that in mind, here's a fistful of tracks from Home Video, the brand new record from Lucy Dacus. This one's called Hot and Heavy. Being back here makes me hot in the face Hot blood in my pulsing veins Heavy memories weighing on my brain Hot and heavy in the basement of your parents' place You used to be so sweet Now you're a firecracker on a crowded street Couldn't look away even if I wanted Try to walk away but I come back to the start
He hadn't seen you since the fifth grade Now you're 19 and you're 5'8 He said, honey, you sure look great Do you get the checks I send on your birthday? I would kill him if you let me Quick and easy Your nails are digging Into my knee I don't know how you keep smiling I love your eyes And he has them Or you have his Cause he was first I imagine my thumbs on the irises Pressing in until they burst I clear my throat and say we ought to get He offers us a ride I reply, no, that's all right And when we leave You feel him watching So we walk a mile in the wrong direction
I'll be lucky if I'm your third wife That's only something you would say in the car We'd be breathing the same air for too long If the snow wasn't coming down so hard I would open the door and walk home It's only a couple miles What could go wrong? If I hitch a ride with a guy in a pickup Who doesn't know left from right from wrong? virtue of the fact that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things places like apple google overcast pocket casts Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of tracks from Home Video, the brand new record from Lucy Dacus, and as I said before we started the set, four of the five tracks are the four pre-release singles and I couldn't not play them again. They're just that good. So that's kind of sort of what we heard in the set. We heard Hot and Heavy, uh, VBS, Thumbs, uh, which was probably one of the best songs that she's ever written, uh, Partner in Crime, and Brando. There you have it. There you go. A fistful of tracks from Lucy Dacus's home video. And with that, we're going to wrap things up much in the same way that we kick things off with a track from Joni Mitchell's iconic, groundbreaking, seminal, classic album, Blue. We kicked off with Carrie. We are going to end with A Case of You from Joni Mitchell's Blue, celebrating 50 years of influencing the way artists listen to and create music Joni mitchell's a case of you wraps up today's show and with that everybody have a great week take care be safe and remember the dogs on main street howl because they understand Before our love got lost, you said I am as constant as a northern star And I said, Co-
constantly in the darkness Where's that at? If you want me, I'll be in the bar On the back of a cartoon coaster In the blue TV screen light I drew a map of Canada Be prepared to bleed. 